You're listening to Oh Shit, I'm the Boss Now with your host, Jackie Koch, the podcast with all the tips and tools to help you succeed when all of a sudden you have the realization that you're the one in charge. Hello, and welcome back to Oh Shit, I'm the Boss Now. I'm your host, Jackie Koch, and today we are talking about a topic I have been getting very heated about. Um, it's uh, about how to effectively manage up, what managing up means, why you need to become good at it, why you want a team that is good at this. I have been going through the ringer with one of my clients and one of their departments cannot seem to get this straight um, and get this right. And it is insane to me how there can be so many people in senior leadership roles that have no goddamn idea how to have, they don't have this skill. It's, I'm, I'm flabbergasted, flabbergasted. So we're going to teach you some of the tactics that I've learned along the way on how to develop the skill of managing up and how to help your team develop this skill as well. So let's face it, managing up is a hard skill and you're not necessarily born with it. Um, unless you're me and you're really good at influencing others, then maybe you are, but the majority of us are not. Um, just kidding. I'm, I'm tooting my own horn only because I just recently um, revisited my strengths 2.0, my strengths finders report. I think I talked, I talked about this on a, an episode um, that you just heard if you listen to everything. And I talked about how all of my skills are influencing. So I'm tooting my own horn and, and ignoring my, my, my faults. Anyways, I digress. Managing up is a skill you're not everyone's born with but one that you can learn with intention and trial and error, and one that once you've learned and you've mastered can be incredibly beneficial to have in your career and in the workplace in general. So that's why we're talking about it today. I'm going to break down the steps of what managing up is, how to do it effectively and make sure that, so make sure that you're getting the results you want and also that you are helping your team develop it so that you're getting the results you want. Cause guess what? Having a team that knows how to manage up is going to make your life so much easier. You, they're going to know how to do this. They're going to know how to get the best out of you. They're going to know how to get things across the line faster. You want a team that knows how to manage up. You don't want to shy away from it. It's not, I feel like the language around managing up is so negative and like, I don't need to be managed. I don't want someone telling me what to do. I don't want to be like sold on something. And that's not what this is about. This is about how to really understand what different people need in order to make decisions, what their triggers are, what information is required for them to move things forward. So we're going to talk a little bit about that. Um, and if you have a team that, you know, knows how to do this, they're not going to be running to you to fix all of their problems for them. And hopefully you'll have some tools and learn some tips or at least some more information as to why this is a really important thing to, to really start to dig into and work and challenge your team members on and challenge yourself on. So really like effectively managing others, seeing results through others is an essential skill for any successful business. And so seeing results through others doesn't always just mean that you as the leader are getting the results through your team. I mean, that's a big part of it. But you as a member of a team 
having the ability to get results through other people in the organization is the only way that, you know, your, your business is going to be successful or your, your team is going to be successful. And so learning how to manage up or, or like how to interact with different people on the team or leaders that you report to in a productive way is critical. It helps you build relationships with people in all different levels of positions, whether you, if you report to them or, or maybe your boss reports to them, like building those relationships, improving communications um, will help the business grow and will help make sure that everybody is on the same page and that you're, you're, you're driving through results. And it's also, like I said, important to teach your team and your employees how to do the same. So managing up is a term used to describe the process of, I mean, I've already kind of alluded to it, right? Building relationship with people in higher ranking positions than yourself, I guess, technically is what I would say. Um, And it could be a boss, somebody from another department, somebody outside of your organization that you have influence, um, who can like have influence over you or your team. And it's really like developing a positive relationship so that you can work together efficiently and effectively to accomplish tasks. So it's so important to effectively manage your boss's expectations for you. And I know, like, I want to stop and say that, like, you have the ability as somebody working for somebody else to take ownership and effectively manage their expectations over you. And it's really empowering if you stop to think about it, that you have the ability to take that ownership by doing some pretty simple things. And it all starts with taking ownership and you get to be in the driver's seat and, and really start to drive how they see you, your performance, how you get work done. You don't just have to sit back with your arms crossed and be like, oh, well, the boss told me to do this. Like that is such a disempowering way to work and also not fun at all. So here are some tips for how to manage up. The first thing you're going to want to do is understand your managers or whoever it is that you're trying to um, gain influence and and manage or and effectively communicate with, you want to understand their communication style. You want to stay, you know, um, you want to be proactive in anticipating what you can do to help them make better decisions or how they can be better equipped to navigate some of the cha- challenges going on in the business. So if you can take a broader step back and look at like, okay, their role is this. If I needed to do X, Y, Z, this is what would help me make better decisions or even ask them like, what information can I gather for you? What can I do to help you feel more equipped to make decisions or navigate some of the challenges that are going on in the business right now. Like you don't have to be a mind reader. You can literally just ask them. But if you're in a lot of projects with them, you're probably learning this stuff throughout working on these projects and executing things. And you want to build a strong relationship based on trust and respect. And how you do that is you do what you say you're going to do. So you proactively assign yourself deadlines. You're like, hey, I'll get this to you by then. Uh, And then guess what? Then comes around and you're like, here, told you I'd get it to you by today. Here it is. 
Or if you can't get it to them by the time that you say you're going to, you made up the damn deadline. So you better check in and be like, Hey, so-and-so, I know I told you I was going to get this to you today. I'm not going to be able to, but I will buy XYZ. Or I'm running into a little bit of troubles because of XYZ. I'm working on getting all of that information for you. I'll have it to you by blah, blah, blah. Or, hey, I know I told you I was going to do this. Or I know you told me that I had to get this done by then. It's not done. Here's why. Here's what I'm doing to try to get it to you in time. Here's what I'm doing to do. Here is how I'm going to try to get it for you right? It's not like passing the buck of so-and-so don't get, didn't get this to me. So you don't have it. Bye. Like it's taking ownership and being proactive about the things and, and the statuses and the, uh, like the, where things are at. Um, you want to make sure that you're setting agendas, asking for what you need from them ahead of time, And making sure that you, like, it's all about being proactive and communicating regularly. So stay in regular contact with, you know, your boss by providing them regular updates and information on projects. Um, If they've asked you for a regular update, send the regular update. Even if, even if you don't have a lot to update, like acknowledge that the deadline or that you, you were asked to do something. Don't just like be scared that you're going to miss the deadline. So maybe they won't notice you know what? They might not notice, but they're going to notice what they are going to notice is that they weren't even thinking about it and you brought it up and you brought it up for them. You're helping to make their life easier because you're bringing it up for them, right? So that is like a such a critical point that I want to make is, is that, yes, they might not notice. I guess I'm just hounding this home and repeating the exact same thing, but it was just a mic drop moment for me on the podcast. <laughs> just kidding. But it's a critical one. Um, it's a little thing you can do that makes such a big impact, right? Um, you want to prioritize tasks. Take the initiative to prioritize tasks and manage the, the expectations accordingly, right? If there's a big, long list of stuff that you got to get done, say, hey, I got this whole list. This is what I'm working on today. This is what I'm planning on doing tomorrow. This is when I'm going to get to this. Wanted to, you know create some visibility around this and let me know if you think I should reprioritize anything. Otherwise I'm going to, I'm, I am moving forward with this, not otherwise I'm going to, once you respond to my email, no, you're taking action now. And, and they know that if they need to make any adjustments, they can reach out to you. You're asking questions, especially if you don't understand something, or if you need more clarity, ask questions, not just to your boss, but to other people to get the information that you need. Um, all of this stuff is really just like, like basic stuff, but I think so forgotten about that when you have a boss, you just expect all of this stuff to be given to you. One word that I, that I wrote in here, which I'm getting really sick of this world and word in the workplace because it's being misused, um, is setting boundaries. I get it. Look. I, I set some boundaries. I, I, I don't even want to call it that. I'm very clear on what I will do, what I won't do, when things will get done. And guess what? I, I, I share that. I communicate openly and freely. And so that, that is really what you want to do. Like if, if you have a deadline coming up um, or you have a project that you need help with, let them know you need more time or you need more resources so that they can make the appropriate adjustments when needed. 
But like, don't just check out and be like, oh, five o'clock. I didn't get this done. Sorry. It's ending time. Like you just got to be proactive in the communication. I feel like I'm really, really digging into that hard, but it's very, very true. Um, and you want to build trust. That's another thing you want to do when you're building up is building trust. And a lot of that is being vulnerable and open and just having the hard conversations. If things are not going well, bringing it up proactively um, and being willing to, to, to kind of share what's working, what's not, what you need from them, how they can better support you. Um, all of that is all a part of building trust. Obviously, plan ahead, be proactive, and just acknowledge and understand that there's different working styles. So I think one of the biggest things is, as I, especially as I started reporting to founders and CEOs, they are busy, and they all have different communication styles. So I will try a variety of ways of getting something across, right? So maybe I'll try an email. That doesn't work. Okay. So then I don't get there. I don't sit there and get really frustrated that it's not working. I'm like, okay, I wonder if I should try this. So then I set a doc and I set, I set a meeting or I send a text message. Like I try a lot of different approaches as I'm getting to know and learn how this, the CEO works best with me. And I try stuff and I'm not afraid to be annoying and follow up a bunch of times in order to get what I need done. Because at the end of the day, them knowing that I'm going to get something done, regardless of how irritating and annoying I am about it, is so they they respect that and love that so much more than me just kind of letting it slide and never getting done. And so you just want to be flexible, embrace change, and just know that it it, it it's kind of a you got to it's trial and error with different approaches. So that said, I, I've kind of, you know, as I, I've started to get into, like, it's definitely, you're going to run into challenges, especially with some bosses. Like, I, I know that there's a lot of people who are managers who are not great at managing. They might be great people, but they're not great at managing. And that is what happens a lot. I would say the work, like, everyone says managers are so terrible. And I actually really don't think that's true. I think managers are really well-intentioned people who don't have the skills to or, or experience. And so it manifests itself as like a bad manager. And so that's one thing. I'm going off on a tangent. But there's other times where like you're going to just have a tough boss. We've all had that. I have worked with quite a few of them. Very, very frustrating. Very, very I, – I have a lot of eye rolls about them, right? And I think – some of these things, the challenges and the ways that I have overcome them and that I would challenge you to overcome them, is just to practice empathy. Find a common ground. Try to understand why they are handling a situation the way that they are, while they're communicating the way that they are. Under, try to understand the pressures that they're under, um, the different decisions that they're trying to make, just like put yourself in their shoes and in order to create like a common ground and just be really clear and assertive and come from a good place, like assume positive intent and ask the questions of like, how can we move? How can I better support you? How can I set you up better? Is there anything that I'm doing that is not working well for you or helping you? Um, 
or better yet say, Hey, I noticed that we're not getting stuff done as well. Um, as I thought, like, here's a great example. One of my clients, we have a weekly recruiting call and I, we probably did like three or four of them and I didn't like share my screen with an agenda or anything. So we would be on the call and we would like literally have marathon sessions because we would get so off track and I, I was really struggling to, to keep it on track. So, so what did I do? I'm like, you know what? I think I can just create a really simple agenda doc share my screen so that everybody's looking at the agenda and as soon and and it like powers us through so it helps guide the conversation so that they know how much more stuff we have left to get through if something's getting a little bit off topic I can bring it back to the agenda and be like hey let's table this it made it so much better and now we are like finishing the calls on time getting through everything we need making progress and that's because I was like you know what I'm going to try a new approach And guess what? If that didn't work, I would have tried another approach. Um, And so you just got to be willing to test and try some stuff. So moving on to how to teach your employees to do this, it's a really important skill to develop. And, you know, I think if you're teaching your employees to do that, I think that it's really important to be clear and give clear instructions of like, hey, I really want to help us all develop a skill on asking for what we need and taking ownership of our role. And I want this to be a safe environment where you know that, you know, I, if you if you come up with an idea or you approach something in a certain way, I'm going to assume positive intent and I want you to test, you know, developing the skill of managing up and make sure they know that it's going to be supported and not only make sure that they know it's going to be supportive, but actually be supportive, right? And, and, and help them develop them. Um, making sure that they also understand their role in the organization is really good and setting clear goals so that they know what is within their ownership. And by setting goals, it gives them something for which they can like set up like strategy behind accountability, maybe check-ins, you know, all of those things if they're set goals and then give them feedback regularly so that they know like what's going well, what's not ask for feedback from them regularly on what you're, how you can better help them. Um, and really give, you know, if you're in a bigger company, give them the opportunity to interact with people at higher levels than them or on cross-functional projects where they're having to work with peers. Um, and then have them come back and be like, okay, I had this meeting. I don't feel like I did it this well. Um, how do you think I should prepare for the meeting and like help them and coach them and, and, and give them guidance on hand, how to handle some of those meetings. So those are some tips that I feel like would really help, um, especially for some of the younger generations who are not working in an office or communicating with there. A lot of these things I feel like you learned just from like overhearing how other people do that. And a lot of times those are being missed. So definitely finding ways to intentionally craft this skill is going to be super, super important. And then make sure you're encouraging collaboration between different levels and different departments, um, And giving everybody an opportunity to have their voice heard, because that's one of the first things is, is, is kind of like taking, um, a risk and having your voice heard. So those are 
you know, the most, I would say managing upwards is one of the most important skills for anybody looking to become a leader or advance in their career within, you know, either an organization or, or, or any, or even leading your own business. So by understanding what it means and teaching your team members and practicing the skill yourself on how to do it effectively, you're going to have a lot more success. You're going to get a lot of things created a lot faster. You're going to get new, um, you're going to win a lot more than, than you are now because you have people taking ownership and you're going to have teams that feel empowered and like they're making a difference. So hopefully this defines a little bit about what managing up is for you and how you can start to develop and tips and tricks that I've learned along the way in developing this skill and working with directly with CEOs and founders. So thanks for tuning in and we'll chat with you soon. Are you ready to hire a recruiter to help you in your business? Exciting news for you. That can be me and my team. And we believe that the recruiting industry is due for a major upgrade in its recruiting and fee structures. So we have a completely different model than other recruiters out there. We have transparent pricing and transparent fees. Go check out peopleprinciples.co forward slash recruiting for how you can partner with us and let us do the hiring for you.